to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2006's The History Boys, directed by Nicholas Hittner and starring Dominic Cooper and Richard Griffith. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Uh, I watched Joe. Okay. Uh, from 1970. It was directed by John G. Avildsen. Ah. Yeah. Um, I, it was his third film, I believe. Okay. Um, but it's also the first movie that Susan Sarandon ever was in. Her screen really? debut. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's about a like a guy who is um, who's really against the counterculture. Yeah. And um, he is so against it that uh, it's pretty. I mean, like you're gonna be shocked if you watch this movie at all the racist stuff that's in here. Yeah. I mean, like viciously racist stuff. Like it's mean spirited um, racist stuff, or yes. is it commenting on racism? Well, I mean, it, it you could take it as as it's mean spirited because like actually the the whole thing was I remember Peter Boyle was really disturbed by it because people were cheering his character when when the movie came out. Wow. Yes. Holy cow. And he was, you know, he, he didn't want to do anything with violence in it for a long time after that. Um and that's why he doesn't like commit violence in taxi drivers because he's just like, you know, I'm just gonna be the guy who who says stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. But yeah, it's still a great movie though, and everybody should check it Did out. Did you ever see Joe with Nicolas Cage? I that's why I said nineteen seventy because okay. I didn't want to confuse anybody. Because uh, that but, movie but, sucks. Yes, yes, it does. All right, just to clear it up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, I watched a a good movie. I watched Birdman for the first time. Oh yeah, uh, Best Picture winner, I think two thousand fourteen. Yes, uh, another Inuritu film mm-hmm. that's phenomenal. Just yes. like almost everything he's ever done. Guy's great. Uh, Emmanuel Lubezki on the camera. Mm-hmm. God damn beautiful stuff. I know. Uh, this is a great film, folks, if you haven't seen it. It's got Michael Keaton and a ton of other names. Yes. And um, he's kind of a washed up actor who used to be a superhero named Birdman. <laughs> and like the irony of Michael Keaton playing <laughs> someone like this, uh-huh. because he was Batman in the early 90s and stuff. That's God, it. it's just like perfect casting. <laughs> um, and it's about him uh, trying to put on a play and get his name back out there and he's not just a birdman superhero yes. he's an artiste you That's know right um but there's a lot more stuff going on here and the thing about the movie is it looks like it's one shot right the whole movie mm-hmm. of course it's not one shot it's just edited together a lot of really long scenes yes that are done with the steady cam and single shots but man this is like an accomplishment of filmmaking here and it's such an original script. Yes. I, I loved this movie. I did, too. I thought Birdman was excellent. And it reminded me a lot, uh, well, it, 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 as far as the technique goes of the long shots of Alfred Hitchcock's rope. It's the same yeah, thing it's with a same. lot of mm-hmm. invisible wipes. And they're using like a full mag on each you know scene. And then it just, yeah, it, it's long, continuous shots that, that go on forever. And, man, it, it's that that's a high wire act when you're an actor. Definitely. You know? And, like, the material's not easy material. No, not at all. Yeah. No. So if one person screws up. Man, you're gonna have to redo another 20 minute scene. Everybody's mad at yeah, you. Yeah, everyone's mad at you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Birdman was awesome. Yep. Now let's talk about the history, boys. Dave, why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay. Um, it's it's really difficult to give a synopsis of movies like this because um, if you just just like put it down to its to its like I guess the spine of it is um. It doesn't really tell the story, but um, I guess just for our purposes of the synopsis, uh, you have a bunch of kids who have been singled out as A-level um, in the British school system, yeah. and now they're being prepared. They're, they're kind of segregated from the rest of the school population because they're, they're kind of special. They have great ability, and they're, they're, the teachers are preparing them to like go to Oxford or Cambridge and become like, you know, 
serious academics. Oh yeah. Um, and these kids are, uh, you know, definitely a cut above. They, they are more well-read than any 80 year old. Um, they have, you know, like really very, very gifted, talented, musically talented, athletically. They Mm -hmm. have everything going for them. Yep. Um, and it's, uh, it's, I, I, I love this movie. Mm -hmm. I personally feel it's, you know, one of the best films to come out of Britain of the last 10 years. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I know that not everyone feels that way, but we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. I told you before we started that I wasn't really too into this movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is that it, it just, nothing just grabbed me. Okay. I wasn't drawn towards it. Okay. Um, a, a, like you said, it's really hard to describe the movie, mm-hmm. and that could be part of it, too, because it's, it's hard to put a label on this thing. Yes. Um, because it's these kids going through courses uh, with their two teachers, and they both have very different teaching styles. Mm-hmm. And it's about, it reminded me a lot of Dead Poets Society, kind of. Yeah. All the, how Robin Williams affects the lives of these students. Um, and that's what these teachers are doing. And um, it it it's a lot of discussion on ph- philosophical things. Yes. And so it's, it's hard to grasp onto some things sometimes. Like, Mm-hmm. It's not like an action movie where it's easy to watch. You know what I mean? So <laughs> this is a more challenging film to watch. Of course. Which is good. I like these things. But for some reason, nothing just like sucked me in. Okay. Yeah. But so, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. Well, I, I, I have a feeling, if if, if I may, mm-hmm. like to try to get inside your head. Okay. Um, th- th- there's a scene toward the beginning when Irwin is first hired by uh, Clive Marison, the uh-huh. headmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the whole point of like bringing in this guy, Irwin, played by Stephen Campbell Moore, is after they've segregated the kids and they've decided to make them, you know, like, like tailor their education right. to becoming, you know, Oxford Dons, um, they uh, bring in this new teacher who's kind of like got a, a different innovative way about him. Yeah, he's younger. Yes. He's, uh, he's, he's not following the book. Right, I mean, as far as teaching methods, right, yeah, um, th- their normal teachers are uh, Hector and Mrs. Lintot, uh-huh. and they're both very capable people. Very, you know, like they they really know their stuff, but yeah. they they want something different. The headmaster wants something different because they want they they want these guys to really you know succeed. Yeah, so they bring in this this new guy, and when they bring him in, there's a scene where Hector is presiding over. What looks like they're, they're they're doing like improv exercises and they're speaking French. Yeah, and it goes on. I liked this scene though. You did? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. I I thought maybe this was what like kind of brought you out of it. No, it was actually one of the more interesting things that was happening. Okay, because they're doing. I think they're. It might not be improv. It, mm. it could be a play. Yeah, they're rehearsing. Maybe so. Because like like you said, these guys are great singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're great at singing. They're great at everything. Um, and this teacher, uh, Hector, they call him, has been teaching them about, you know, old, the old arts and stuff. Yes. Or maybe arts, like movies and music from the, the 20th century right. that maybe they haven't noticed. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're, I, I thought they were doing a French play. Okay. And um, it's about a brothel, I guess. Yes, <laughs> and it so, is. And uh, so <laughs> Dominic Cooper character's uh, Dakin has his pants off. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> James Corden, who's in the movie, <laughs> is playing like the 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 madame. Yes, and she's yes. going to like seduce him or something. <laughs> and uh, then the principal and the Irwin walk in uh-huh. in the middle of it, 
and they have to pretend they were uh, improvising like World War One stories or something like right. that. I don't know. And the whole scene's in French. With no subtitles. No subtitles. And right. you're like, kind of like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I liked it. And it gave some, it was really humorous, actually. Okay, good. Being I'm glad, I'm glad you liked it. Being in French made it funny. Yes. And because the principal is also, he can, his French is not up to snuff. It's not. So no. he's like, um, uh, okay. <laughs> and he, he's, yes, yeah. he exhausts most of his right. French when he first walks in the door. Right. And like, and he's, it's, it's weird too, because like, when you see him come through, you're thinking Dominic Cooper has his pants off. Right. This guy's going to be outraged, and yeah. he's going to really go off. And he's a little bit put out, but but he's not immediately like saying, "Lad, put your pants back on." Right. He, he kind of understands, like, even though this guy's kind of a son of a bitch, he he's he's still cool with these kids, and he's yeah. still like kind of like really has their best interests at heart. Yeah. Um. So he whatever's going on in here, he he's kind of like just going to let it go. Yeah. Um. Because he wants the, this Irwin guy to see like them in their natural habitat. Yeah. Kind of. So. Yeah. And um. You know he's probably giving them special treatment too because yes. they're the A level students and he wants them all to succeed and go to these prestigious universities mm-hmm. so that the high school gets a good name for itself. Yes. And that's why he brought in Irwin to help mold them into fine shape. I guess. Yes. Exactly. And um. And he knows these kids are this. Are, this is some rowdy, rambunctious kids here. <laughs> Who uh, know how to manipulate the system and uh-huh. get what they want? Uh, like you said, they're very intelligent, scarily intelligent. Yeah. yeah. So um, he's probably not surprised that this is going on. <laughs> exactly, yeah. because when you, we have kids that are this smart, you, you you certainly can't put them, you know, like just in a normal class setting. You have to kind of let let it breathe a little mm-hmm. bit. And if that means you know going pantless, then then right. I, I guess that's <laughs> what it is. You know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then Irwin, um, a- as soon as they're about to leave the situation, Irwin says some something in French like, yeah. "Hey guys, I know what you're fucking saying, uh, <laughs> and you're full of shit." Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's all in French. So. Uh huh. <laughs> it's a good scene. Okay, it's really good. 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 I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that because because w- when I was watching it here, this is the third time I've seen this movie. Okay. Um, and when I was watching it, I I thought that it kind of um, it this this movie is based on a play. Yes, um, by Alan Bennett, and this is the original cast of it the is, play. It is, yes, mm-hmm. um, and and it's the the one scene that I that I think maybe could have been excised just a bit, you know, like like not excised. I shouldn't say excised a bit. That means taking it out, but like maybe cut up a little bit more so uh-huh. that it doesn't kind of just dr- go on and on and on. It was a long scene. It was, yeah. Um, so I, I was thinking maybe that was what like disengaged you, but I'm glad it didn't. No, and then the scene ends, and I guess school's over. Yeah, and Hector, um, who's played by Richard Griffith is going to ride his motorcycle home, and he's asking the students if they want a ride. Yes. And uh, he asks one kid, do you want to do it? He's like, no, I can't. Uh, another kid, nope, sorry, I got soccer or whatever. <laughs> Football, excuse me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> another kid, nope, sorry. How about you? Okay, yeah, I'll go. Um, and the kids aren't saying no because they know what's about to happen. They're saying no because they're busy. Uh-huh. They would love to go, but they can't. <laughs> Uh, you get a sense that something's a little off here, uh, <laughs> that the student-teacher relationship might be a little more. And um, it turns out it is. Can you tell me what you just said that they'd love to go? Um, are, 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 are you, do, do you feel that the students, that the boys, like what's happening? I think they do. Really? At least a few of them. 
Dakin does. I know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, he does. And um, whoever, I don't know who gets this ride. It's not Dakin. It's not, yeah, Dakin doesn't take this one. Yeah, it's um, someone else. I think um, it's it's probably because Crowther's the one who takes it uh, when when the shit hits the fan. Okay. This must have been Lockwood. Okay, um, it might have been Lockwood. Yeah, yeah, but he takes it and yeah. basically he gets fondled by the teacher on the motorcycle. That's right. That's what goes on with these motorcycle rides. Yes, um, and it, I feel like all the kids are into it. Okay. That's what I think. See, I I, I take it as the, the 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 whole British culture of the the stiff upper lip. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's kind of a known thing, like since the Churchill days mm-hmm. of like, if something bad is happening to you, you just rub some dirt on it. Okay. You know, yeah. um, and you just try to like kind of deal with it. Okay. Um, that, that's kind of how I take it. Like they're, they're, the, the boys are putting up with Hector's molestation because it's like, well, I can't report this guy because he's my uh-huh. teacher. He's an authority figure. I'm just going to have to put up with it. So they all kind of take turns as I was taking it. Um, of like, okay, well, hey, I went yesterday. Maybe, you know, maybe, yeah, I okay. don't know. But see, they don't focus on a lot of the other students. Yeah. Um, after this, it's primarily Dakin and yes. Posner, right? Who's played by Samuel Barnett. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he's really good in this movie. I love Samuel yeah. Barnett. He's, in this movie. he's a really good character. Mm-hmm. Posner is. Yes. And Posner wants to go. He says, "I'll go." Yeah. And um, uh, the teacher says, "You're too young." <laughs> and. Oh, what kind of double meaning there? <laughs> like it's weird. you're underage, yeah, or, or it's not safe for a motorcycle. One right. of the two things, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then and then what's his name? Crowther or whoever? I, I just or, remembered it was yeah. Scripps. That, Scripps. That, that's who goes. Okay, Scripps goes. Right. Um. But but yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> and and, and he, as he leaves the class, cl- 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 Scripps um like looks at the other boys and puts his scarf on and just like says, hey, you know, guys, I'm I'm taking one for the team here. Okay, you know, and uh, like he's he's he knows what's coming, um, and the other boys know what's coming. Okay, and you know, I, 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 is this what disturbed you? No, it's not. I okay. just thought the movie was dull. Actually, you thought it was dull. Yeah, I thought it was kind of dull. I see. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's not what I expected. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Fair enough. Um, it wasn't bad. I just okay. thought it was kind of dull. I see. I don't know. Probably because it's it's. I like dialogue-driven movies. Yeah. But it's all dialogue, pretty much. Nothing's really going on. Okay. I don't know. It's not... It's hard to describe. Okay. Like I said, I don't know. I just... It didn't tickle my fancy too much. That's fine. It didn't Did... take me for a motorcycle <laughs> ride, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but, like, there's scenes when they're singing and dancing and stuff. Yeah. It, and those moments were awesome. Mm-hmm. And it felt like... You can tell the actors are like acting like they're acting. Yeah, like, I, I know you what know? you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. It's really good. Right. There's mm-hmm. levels to it. Yeah, and and there's there's a great moment. Speaking of singing, um, Posner is in love with Dakin. Yeah, and Dakin knows it, and the other boys know it too. And there's a scene where where Posner is uh, singing uh, this old song, this Bewitched. Yeah. And he's singing it very passionately. Oh yeah, dude. Um, and he's looking right at Dakin. Mm-hmm. It's a whole. It's a full-on serenade. Oh, it's it, it's like he's some dame on a piano, it, man. He is a chanteuse. Yeah, dude. Yes. Um, and like, it's it's a really cool moment, and it's and it's also like, th- I guess that the thing that's the thing that has always really grabbed me about this whole movie in general and this story is is this idea of homosexuality existing amongst 
like English prep school boys yeah. or or just like in in a locker room environment and everybody's totally cool with it. I know. I was going to say that, Dave. You know? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um that it's just open mm-hmm. in the air. Right. And it's a it's a non-issue. Yep. It's just that's how it is. Some yes. people are like that. Some people aren't. I and I think because of that, I couldn't tell who was gay or not. <laughs> I know. Like, maybe that's why I thought all the students are cool with getting this hand job on a motorcycle. Okay, yeah. That, dude, because I, I, understood. maybe they're all gay. Yeah. And Dakin, even, he's not gay. He's just, he's bisexual, he's, I guess. He just likes just, everybody. He just right. likes it. Yeah. You know, whatever. Because it's like, I'm young and beautiful. I'm going to get yeah. all I can from he's both genders. around with the secretary yes. and all that stuff. Yeah, he's so, going out with Fiona. Yeah. It's good. It is. I know <laughs> exactly. He's having sorry, a good time. Man. That's fine, dude. Look, it's fine. This this kind of thing was bound to happen okay. after this many episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I but the whole thing. Look, can we talk about Hector? Yeah. Okay. Like the he he's an elderly gentleman. He looks he looks like British Roger Ebert yeah. pretty much. A- anyone who doesn't know who who this guy is, he's Harry Potter's uncle. Oh yeah, that's okay. So you're right. Th- there's exactly. your reference there. That's right. Okay. <laughs> he's an, uh, he's got white hair. He's um, yeah. very kind of he's a little large. Right. Um, and it, it's it's a weird thing where where just like we talked about like homosexuality existing and everybody being cool with it. Um, I, I think that the the whole faculty except for the headmaster also knows about his liberties that he's taking with the boys. Right. Um, and he's he's married. He has a wife at home. Um. And there's a pretty great moment between him and the headmaster, Felix, Clive Marison's character, where Felix is confronting him about this stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And in the, like, like, I guess guess what we know is is what he's doing with these boys, and they're underage, and it's unacceptable. Yeah. But they still, the script still allows Hector to show, like, sort of defiance and pride in Uh his preference, and... When like when he does this, that's when Felix, who has been kind of like kind of fair with him throughout this uh-huh. whole thing, has had enough, and like Felix reveals his ignorance and hate yeah. in this moment. Like yeah. he like it it just comes spewing out of he him. He says something along the lines of like "you people." Yes, you know. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he 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 doesn't want anything to do with it. Right. Um, and and this scene like brings out a whole another point that the movie's trying to make that history's made by these little moments like right what if the the lady you know in the crosswalk hadn't noticed him with his hand in the kid's pants uh-huh. what if he drove by a minute later right this guy's life would be different right like, little moments like that are what make history happen that's right and um the what ifs you know it mm-hmm. brings up a big question like uh, like that absolutely yeah and the, with a movie called the history boys like <laughs> I think it's pretty good and, and poignant. Uh-huh. Poignant. <laughs> poignant, yes. Poignant. Yes, it is poignant. Sweetly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um and, and yeah, it, it's but 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 that that particular moment really, you know, like if, if you were ever on board with Felix, you're definitely getting off with getting off of his whatever train he was on now because uh-huh. it's like this guy is a hateful monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and e- even when we knew he was uh, definitely you know chasing Fiona around the desk, yeah. Um, okay, we we can we we don't look past that, but it's like okay, well, I, I guess that that's something that you do whatever. Yeah. In that position, because he's just a, an, old, an old crusty son of a bitch. Yeah. But when he actually like like reveals that he is this ignorant, it's it's definitely a a big moment. Yeah. 
and um, so he he's forcing him to resign yeah. at the end of the term. Yeah, he's not firing him flat out or anything. Mm-hmm. Not like Mister McAllister from Election. <laughs> right, you still get the weight. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so one, let's jump to the end here. At the end, um, Dakin confronts the principal about Felix's fondling of the secretary. Yeah, and says, "Well, you better let." Um, Hector back into school, or I'm going to tell on you. Yeah. And then all is redeemed from this point on. Uh-huh. I hated that at the okay. end. Okay. Okay. I hated that. He, Felix is really like uh, coming apart at this, you know, like, 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 yeah, he feels that the jig is truly up. Uh huh. Dakin has no evidence. Yeah. You know, I guess, except testimony. That's it. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's going to happen if, if he goes around and tells everybody that, that, that you know, uh, that, that Felix has been, you know, fondling Fiona. I mean, who's going to believe him? But, but I don't know. Dakin walks in there like Arthur Fonzarelli and just, you know, handles the situation. <laughs> He's definitely looking at a little Fonz in this <laughs> <Yes>. movie. <laughs> By the way, we didn't mention this takes place in like 1983. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's the time frame you're dealing with. Oh, yes. That, that is yeah, important. It's not 2016. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So this open air of homosexuality in 1983 it, is different than it would be in absolutely. 2016. Yes. For sure. Yes. Um, now can we, like, I, I'd like to just talk about the world of, of, I guess the English school system. Okay. Um, this movie, uh, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life, um, a movie called Another Country and If with Malcolm McDowell. Okay. Um, they have all made me want to be a part of English prep school life. Okay. You know? <laughs> okay. Um, it, it's, it's this, this. They, they they reward your I guess your your thirst for knowledge. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, it, it seems at least in the movies it happens this way, where where um, if someone is showing an exceptional ability to perceive and understand information, mm-hmm. they they recognize it and they they nurture it. Okay, you know, um, and you know, I I I guess I just really I I really respond to that. You know, th- thinking about what I was like as a kid, you yeah. know, how, how rewarding that would have been, you know, yeah, getting encouraged to pursue the things you're good at. Absolutely. Instead of being forced to sit through the stuff you don't care about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because how many exceptional people, you know, are, are kind of left, you know, just just like maybe even bored by the curriculum and they don't apply themselves be- because of this. Yeah. Um, Think of Josh Hartnett in the faculty. <laughs> I, a perfect example. Yeah, yes. dude. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> and he. I, I think that I think that Dakin would have fancied Josh Hartnett as well. Oh, totally. It's, yeah, and that hairdo. Oh, that, Dakin be like that hairdo is like futuristic, man. <laughs> it's a future hairdo to Dakin, right? <laughs> um, and and also like in this movie because it's based on a play, there are several scenes that are very theatrical. Yeah. Um, the the one between Posner and Hector. Um, where, where Posner is, is like after school, he's just in the class reading okay. a book. Um, okay. and they're, they're going through just talking about history. Um, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a two shot and you can tell that this is like taken directly from a play. You, you can picture this on a stage. Yeah. And is that when they're talking about the, the Hodge, the soldier or whatever, yes. that uh-huh. scene, that was yep. a good scene. It's a great yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, also Dorothy and Irwin, there's a couple scene between, uh, Francis de la Tour's character, Mrs. Yeah, yeah, Lintot, yeah. uh, talking to Irwin. There's several scenes between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another scene toward, toward the, uh, like right before they're about to take the, the entrance exams mm-hmm. where, uh, 
Mrs. Lintot is telling these boys off. Oh, yeah. You know, that's which a good is, one. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Is that when she's saying history's been ruled by men yes. and stuff like that? That's yes. very good. Five centuries of, of masculine ineptitude. Yep. You know? Exactly. Awesome. And she's, I was going to try to write down these lines okay, because they yeah. were so good. Uh-huh. I just couldn't. I, I was like, I can't type this fast. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that was a good scene. Right. You know, because um, <laughs> someone I think says like, well, why are you even here? Because they're. The teachers are pretending to be like the 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 board of education yeah, like dais, at, at right. the college or something. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, so they're like, "You're not going to be there. Right. Like, there's not going to be a woman there. Or right, something. right, right. Yeah." And she's like, "Excuse me. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah." And goes on this rant about this. She puts them in their place, and she's so right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think George Carlin said it best. He, we just go to war because someone's worried someone has a bigger dick than they Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that's the only reason wars exist yeah. because of fucking men. Yep. And there's and all the bullets dicks. and bombs yes. are shaped like dicks. Absolutely! Oh my god! Yeah, every weapon we have oh, is a big phallus. I love, uh, love George Carlin. Yes, <laughs> he's there's a lot of truth in what he says, yeah. and there's a hell of a lot of truth in what Mrs. You know, yeah, Mrs. Dude, Lintot totally, is saying. Dude. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> I also appreciated that that like uh, when 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 Mrs. Lintot confronts uh, Hector about the the whole stuff with the boys. Okay. Um. He tries to pass it off and like, you know, like excuse himself. And he says, well, the ball handling was was more investigatory than appreciative. <laughs> OK. And she what? is having none of it. <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck you, sir. Yeah. You know, I, I like that. Scene um, my favorite two shot in the film is when Dakin and Irwin mm-hmm. are outside by the, the brick building. Having a smoke. Having a smoke together. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yes, I love that. Because Dakin fancies Irwin. Yeah. And you don't know if Irwin is homosexual or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really bring it out. I guess he turns out to be. Yes. Or he discovers he is. Right. Uh, because in this scene, Dakin is kind of getting real close to him, uh, flirting with him a little, and asking him all these questions about, like, you know, kind of like what I said, like, these little decisions, like... Stuff like that. Yeah, I uh-huh. can't. I didn't write down exactly what I said, but it's really good, mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot. It's all this double meaning. He's yes. talking about history stuff, but you know they're applying it to them. It's snails and oysters. Yeah, again. it's snails and oysters. Right. That's exactly what it is. Yep. It's that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's really good. Yep. And Irwin kind of you know after a minute gives into it. Right. And and they don't like kiss or do anything like that, but. He kind of becomes accepting of it. Yes. Like, wow, I might be attracted to this student. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, of course, there, there's there's like, okay, so we're we're being asked to say that like you know what what Hector is doing with these boys is definitely you know untoward and and yeah evil. definitely. Um, but why is it like considered kind of a sexier situation when Irwin is is flirting with Dakin? I mean, you know? he's like thirty, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's still the same it's not thing, right. man. Yeah, just because he's younger and sexier, like, right. doesn't make it right. It doesn't. And that's one thing I did not really like about the movie is okay. it kind of just brushes that to the side. Okay. Um, I guess that they're not trying to make a point out of child abuse, I guess, yeah. but like, it, they kind of just. It's there, and nothing's said about it, really. Okay. Not much. Right. They, they're going to fire Hector. Oh, but nope, it's okay. He's back as a teacher again. <laughs> I already told you I hated that. I know. Um, right. They just, they just don't treat it as severely as it is. You I know? see. That's a big deal. Right. Um, and they, they, they make it so we like 
that we want Irwin and and Dakin to get together, you know? I uh, yeah. They make it that way. Right. Right. And you feel kind of wrong about that. <laughs> Not because they're two men, but because it's a teacher and a student. It and is. You really shouldn't be doing that, man. I mean, because because the, the the next scene between the, the the next big scene between Dakin and Irwin oh, yeah. is at the end, right? After they've after all the boys have taken their tests. This is a good one though, too. And it's a it's a phenomenal scene. Yeah. Um, but it's also completely uh, like we're saying. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I keep saying unacceptable, but I mean, it, it kind of is because it's still yeah. a teacher and student. I mean, Dakin is going to be done with it's school in about you know sure. two weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely inappropriate. Yeah. But he walks into the classroom uh, to Irwin and. He's dressed like the Fonz again. And, <laughs> He's looking uh, pretty slick. And he looks pretty damn good. Um, <laughs> and he says something to the effect of, you know, when are you going to suck me off? Yeah, I think he says, you want to go get some coffee? Uh-huh. And then and then he's like, oh, maybe or something. I don't know. And he's like, that's not really what people mean. It's a euphemism, right? And Erwin <laughs> agrees, and he goes, that's right. What I really mean is, you want to go suck me off or something like that. <laughs> It's very upfront, man. Oh yeah, he does not. He does not waste any this time. This guy knows Dakin. what he wants, and yes. he's not afraid to go for it. Right, because I mean, when you're that, when when you're handsome and confident and and young, mm-hmm. um, I, I, again, I have no clue <laughs> what what life is like when you're like this. Me neither. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how, how you can actually be this way. Um, I'm I'm continually amazed by people who can behave in real life in this manner. Uh huh. Um, because it's it's so foreign to me. Yep. Um, you know, it just is. Uh, and, and so probably that's why I love movies so much. Yeah, because I, just I get to play to... Nintendo and watch movies. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't want to go out and say, hey, want to suck me off? <laughs> never. I'm never going to say never. that to anybody. Oh, good Jeez. Lord. No, it's not going to happen, you know? Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, and, and they, they get together. I mean, they, they 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 make a they they make plans for a tryst. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just it's just understood like that the Sunday the, after yeah, next or the something. The Sunday after next, and they're they're gonna get together, and and you know he's gonna you know they're they're gonna have they're gonna have sex together. Yep. Um, and this is interrupted by um, Hector is now reinstated, and the boys all meet outside. Uh huh. They're passing the motorcycle helmet around because they the one of it's gonna be their turn. Someone's turn. Someone's turn is to mm-hmm. to ride on the back of the motorbike. Which is weird, you know, and uh, and Irwin comes out and says, "It's my turn." Oh my god! <laughs> he puts the helmet on, gets on the back of Hector's bike. For once, it's an okay situation, though. Exactly, because <laughs> if, if if Hector fondles Irwin, it's all good. And all the students go, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. My wife walked in. <laughs> Right when the scene between Dakin uh, and Irwin uh, was oh, happening. Oh, the suck me off scene? Yes. Okay, not the snails and oysters. Right. The the literally suck me <laughs> off scene. The, the, the scene that Stanley Kubrick <laughs> yeah. wanted to shoot. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so that went on, and then... Like like after after that's over, Scripps and, and, and Dakin are talking about it in the hall, uh-huh. like talking about what just happened. And then we have the scene where where Irwin gets on the bike, and she asked me, "Is this about a gay high school?" I, I, I said, <laughs> "It appears that way. Yes. If you walk in on this moment, that's what you're gonna think. It's called gay high school, <laughs> right? <Jeez>. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's 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 so much more than that. It that's is. why I love this movie. It's a, it's, it's filled with stuff, filled like, with ideas. Yeah. 
a lot of ideas. Like the scenes when they're talking about, should we even be talking about the Holocaust? You know, that is that is one of my favorite it's a great scenes scene. ever in any movie. And Irwin is the guy who pushes the point. Like that's what I'm trying to say. Right. Like, should we talk about how far removed do we have to be before it's okay to talk about history in an objective way? Yeah. You know. They bring up all kinds of questions like that. That's like I powerful. said, all these philosophical ideas. Right. Yeah. And Posner is the only Jewish kid in the class. Yeah. <laughs> he has a great line. He says, um, I'm a Jew, I'm small, I'm a homosexual, and I live in Sheffield. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. Man. It's really funny. <laughs> 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 and there's a great another great line um, when 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 uh, when when Felix is telling the gym teacher that, that what he wants you know for for uh-huh. okay when the boys are gonna take gym he tells him I, I I want them I want them galvanized and he says gym. oh galvanized sir yes the gym teacher is great the gym teacher is an awesome character <laughs> he's so funny he's making the guys like like leap over this wall. And when Irwin first walks into the gym, he thinks the gym teacher thinks he's one of the students. Right, right. And he looks at him and goes, "You're late. Get your kid off." Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Wow, that's awesome." <laughs> it's pretty good, dude. It's really good. And, and the teachers, the 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 gym teacher, like, isn't having anything with the homosexualness of oh, this. Oh no, he does not care for. He that. keeps saying, you know. You got to trust in Jesus and that kind of thing. Yes. And the students are all questioning him about it because that's what they do with everything. It doesn't oh, matter yeah. what topic it is. Right. They're going to challenge you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, because they're that smart. Yeah, and it's pretty good. It's it's actually really funny, too, just mm-hmm. the way they're treating the gym teacher and how he responds to them. It's <laughs> yeah. just, he's really humorous. He's not in the movie a whole lot. No, but he makes fine. an impact. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Like they, they, this guy is really, I mean, this is an awesome character. And he's like the other end of the spectrum mm-hmm. of that school. Yes. Like it's not just gay university or whatever <laughs> right. your wife said. Yes. You know, <laughs> there's people on all over the place at this school. Yes. There, there are hardcore conservatives, yep. you know, like on the loose in this place. Mm-hmm. And, and it, and it, it does, it does put up, there, there are some roadblocks for, for what, over this progressive atmosphere is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the motorcycle ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a crash. Yeah. Um, and Hector dies apparently. Yeah. And, um, they, they talk about these little things again. What if Dakin was on the bike? What if this person was on the bike? Would he have even wrecked the motorcycle? Yeah. You know? So it brings up those questions again. And then everyone's at the eulogy and Irwin has a broken leg, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the end of the movie is them sitting there at the eulogy or the wake, or whatever it is, and then the then uh, the teacher who who the, who the female teacher was yeah her uh, name? Mrs. Lintot yeah she turns around and, like starts ad- addressing the camera kind of yeah fourth wall breaking yeah kind of and uh it's talking about how the students went on and will they be at my funeral and how what did everyone become mm-hmm. and all the students are sitting there and they're saying well I did this and that and this yeah. It's really strange. It's kind of like the ending of a Six Feet Under episode. Um, we're, like we're we're seeing what happens to everybody. Yeah. Um, like each boy is is saying like like Dakin's like yeah I'm a tax accountant and I, I make a lot of money. Yeah. It's it's great. And and the camera like the film changes into almost a black and white. Yeah. Uh, the stock like, changes. Yeah, it changes. Uh-huh. So I don't know. And what, and yeah. Well, go ahead. Did you like this little flourish at the end? Or? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, I, I I I like that. 
they're they're showing us that that despite this um, really amazing atmosphere of uh, of like encouraging learning, yeah, um, that in the end, some of them become drab. Uh, right. You know, I mean, Dakin as a tax accountant, can you even picture, you know, someone this cool and this amazing, like, like doing that kind of work? It seems. I don't like, know. Yeah, I don't know. He says he's rich and has girls and stuff. Which is fine. Yeah, I mean, because he's a tax accountant. I guess. I yeah, I, I, that, that, that's, that's, that's what a, he wants. I, I guess that's cool enough. That's what he wants with his life. At, at least in high school, you can tell that's what that's what he cares about. Yeah. So. Maybe he got what he wanted, but in, but it's also kind of like gives you if, if you ever have these like existential you know crises in your life where, mm-hmm. where, where you go what does it all mean? Okay, so w- what if I was a history boy and and what if when I was seventeen years old everyone encouraged the hell out of me and and like really drove me and let me read Proust mm-hmm. and you know uh, tried to get me into into Harvard or whatever? Uh-huh. What? Would my life be really any different? I mean, I'm still gonna die when I'm 80 years old. Right. So, so what was so special about me, and and was my life really worth any more than right the, than than someone who does taxes? You know. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's exactly like everything the movie's about. Yeah. You know. Right. So yeah, I guess it's really good that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I kind of liked it. But I was like, "Wow, this came out of nowhere." Yes, it's very different. Not expecting that ending. Right, right. Um, but yeah, and then it turns out Posner uh, turns out to be a teacher, mm-hmm. and he wants to fondle his students, but he doesn't, <laughs> yes, <laughs> or yes, something like that. Yes. He's the voiceover, he has. exactly. Uh, yes, yeah. he 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 becomes like Hector without actually giving into temptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is, is that the end of the movie? It's yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. Um, yeah, Did, and. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say anything else you want. I'm I mean, sure you got other points. I don't know. Well, it's 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 one of these things where like, okay, this is the first time this has ever happened on this show. I came in here thinking we were gonna have this rousing discussion okay. about how awesome this film is. Okay. And because it wasn't that for you, yeah, it's it's been an even more interesting discussion, I guess, because I, probably you know I, I I I wasn't prepared for what I was coming in for. Um, but in truth. Yeah, I could go on for another three hours about everything that's in this movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it, because, look, if, if you have, I'll just say this to everybody. If you think you're well-read, if you think you're cultured, and you, you honestly believe that you're an intellectual, mm-hmm. this movie will put your ass in your place. Yeah. You are not going to get the references that are made in this movie, mm-hmm. unless you are a scholar of antiquity. Or a history boy. Or one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen for you. So so don't think that you're intelligent when you go into this because you are not. Yeah. Um, and it's going to teach you that lesson. And I, I like that a lot. I like movies that, that I like movies. I like plays and books that, that really teach me that I don't know everything. Maybe that's partly why I thought it was kind of dull. I see. Because I'm just a Neanderthal over here. <laughs> You're, you're with this stuff you're going a on, back row hooligan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm not as well read as e- even you okay. or the people in this movie, sure. for sure. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe I was missing something. Okay. I don't know. That's fair. But I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. Okay. Good. Yeah. Cool. Um, any anything else you want to touch on then? Uh, no. That's that's pretty much it. I just I I like this movie because it makes scholarship a cool thing. And, All right. And that's it. Cool. Yep. Um, it has a lot of montages too of checking out library books and stuff. <laughs> With cool music, yes. so there's like four of those. <laughs> I know, dude. 
and it's like dun, 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 and oh, yeah. just they see the boys studying. We're gonna study. <laughs> gonna and we're s- gonna pass this exam. We're gonna ace the okay, hell so, out of this exam. Like that's it, it's kind of strange. Like, are there people like this? Like gr- a group of guys who are like best friends who are all super smart and like really <laughs> into school. I don't know. I don't know. I like especially and Dakin. Uh-huh. He looks like like you said the Fonz. <laughs> Would he is he into this? Like it, I don't know. It, it, the, the the okay who <laughs> Alan Bennett. I I believe the playwright was Alan Bennett. Okay, I I think so. Okay, yeah. I, I I'm wondering if Dakin is like maybe his his ideal male sexual fantasy okay you know like right. like the idea like you said first of all that you could get nine boys together who are who are this like all about school yeah. um <laughs> but also one of them is you know like like just just ridiculously handsome right. and and you know put it's together. like hansel yes, yes. so hot right now <laughs> ridiculously ridiculously good looking <laughs> I mean, James Corden is the only one who looks like what you'd picture a history boy to look like. Right. And it's so cool to see James Corden in a movie. It is. I mean, yes. of, of course he was a, like a name in England. Yeah. So mm-hmm. not surprising he's in a movie. Right. Let alone a, a play that's won a lot of awards. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a theater guy. Yeah, man. exactly. So not surprising he's in this movie. But it was just like, wow, where he is now compared to when this movie came out. Like, it's like. Wow, what a jump! Man. I know what a crazy direction this guy's gone, and those little <laughs> moments in history I, sent him on that trajectory. You Dave. said it, dude. That's mm-hmm. right. Now, now, you get the entire theme of the film. <laughs> James Corden is a perfect historical curiosity. He's a history boy, man. He, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, would you recommend the movie? I sure would, man. Okay. Um, yeah, th- this this is a movie for everyone, um, and you know, I, I hope you I hope you take from it what I took from it, uh, which is, you know, other things I've talked about. This is a great film. I have to disagree and say I wouldn't recommend it, but I'm not going to say it's not good. Okay. If you're listening to this and it sounds like something you're interested in, go ahead and watch it. Yeah. I mean, if you thought Rock and Roll Nightmare sounded cool, watch it. I yeah. don't care what you watch. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm not going to recommend this film. Okay. So... That wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes, rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. That gets more dudes listening to the dudes, the dude army, the history boy army, actually. <laughs> that's, so, yeah, that's a hell of an army. <laughs> dude, good looking army, too. <laughs> if you don't use iTunes, you can find us anywhere else you get podcasts, so leave us a rating and review there. You all right, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> or go to dudesonmovie.com. dudesonmovies.com. Uh, yes, and we are also on Facebook and Twitter. Um, just find us there. Just search for Dudes on Movies. We'll come right up. And we have an email address, uh, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Please drop us a line about your uh, junior and senior year uh, where, where people were encouraging you to do great things. Right, exactly. So stay tuned next week for 1997's The Ice Storm, directed by Ang Lee and starring Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Klein. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Dave.